whenever you do have those unanswered thoughts that are whirling around in your brain, they really are. It's like it's taking up that space and that storage. And you can't really trick your subconscious or your conscious to think like, oh, okay, Marcia said she was going to decide tomorrow at 8 a.m. No, like, make, <laughs> I love that you said that. It's like, make the decision today. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marcia, a podcast about the lifelong journey to become your best self, live your best life, and do your best work. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset self-love, confidence, happiness, goal smashing, and much more. And now now, on on to to the episode. Welcome back. This is Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha. Today, we are continuing our Aligned August, talking about mindset topic. And we're talking today about decision fatigue. This is a topic that I don't see a lot of people talking about. I do see some in the entrepreneur world, but like just everyday life, not related specifically to business, just how decision fatigue can affect your mental state and like how you're feeling. If you're feeling just tired, irrational, and like, just, I don't care, like whatever, whatever, (laughs) that's a sign that you may be having some decision fatigue going on. When you have that toddler-like disposition, it's probably because you have been making way too many decisions. And the common theme that I'm hearing from people is that if you have like real decisions to make, to do it in the morning, because Mm -hmm. your brain is a computer. So when you go to sleep, you're giving it its rest and its cool down period. And then you wake up and you're firing on all cylinders and caffeine helps too. Mm -hmm. As the day wears on and you have, you're making all of these different decisions, then your brain just gets tired and it's, yeah, it's not firing on all cylinders. Yeah, that's a good point. Like it really is better if you have larger decisions to just attack it in the morning and and don't put things off because that just makes it weigh on you even longer. The more that you avoid making a decision, you're just going to stew over it. Well, what should I decide? Should I do this? Should I do that? And then you ask like other people their opinions and that doesn't help, right? I mean, they give their opinion and you're still confused. You're like, well, I still don't know what to choose. And then, you know, it just still goes on and on and you get to a point where you just literally feel frozen. Like, I just can't decide. I can't figure it out. Make sure that you do make your bigger decisions in the beginning, like when it first comes up. This doesn't mean you can't change your mind. You know, obviously... You can always reserve the right to change your opinion, change your mind, but just making that initial decision, at least doing that will just help you feel confident and not have that confusion and that clutter. Some of like what we talked about in the last episode with mental clutter, decision fatigue definitely contributes to mental clutter. Feeling unsure and undecided, it's not a good posture for you and dealing with anything and dealing with work or business or life in general or your kids or your, your partner, anything like it just, it's really hard to show up as your best self. If you have all this like clutter and confusion going on in your mind over decisions that you need to make. I love that. Cause I was going to try to use my cop out that I usually bring up like once an episode about like, can you make the decision to make the decision at a later date, which is kind of, whenever you do have those unanswered thoughts that are whirling around in your brain, they really are. It's like, it's taking up that space and that storage and you can't really trick your 
subconscious or your conscious to think like, oh, okay, Marcia said she was going to decide tomorrow at 8 a.m. No, like make, <laughs> I love that you said that. It's like make the decision today and just know that if it's not the perfect decision for you, then you can change your mind in the future. Or like even, you know, if you do have to come up with a decision, go with it. And then the next, you know, the next day you can reassess in the morning because Mm -hmm. yeah, I was wondering like if you were to have a decision like late at night, what what do you think? What, What would you do with that? You would just go with your gut instinct? Yeah, I tend to go with the attitude or idea that there really is no wrong decision. So I will kind of go with my gut. Um, A good example that I know a lot of us, especially, you know, us that are parents are dealing with now is the decision over school. And like our school district gave us an option, like if we wanted to do a hybrid where they would go in a couple days a week and then do the rest online, or if we wanted to be 100% virtual. And my first instinct was 100% virtual. Now I have different risk factors, right? I have three elderly people that live in my home. So it's like, you know, I have to, I have more weight on keeping them home and, and out of harm's way. If I didn't have three elderly people, maybe I would have been okay with hybrid. But having like, just knowing, and that kind of goes back to like your values, your core values, like what's important to you, what matters to you what are your non-negotiables, all that kind of stuff, because that helps you decisions much easier. So for me, like when I was faced with that choice, it was 100% virtual, period. You know, that was my gut. And I did kind of think about it later, like, oh, I know they miss their friends and I could use a break, let's be honest. (laughs) And so, you know, I did kind of go back with it a little in my mind and, and I kind of journaled some of the different outcomes that could happen. Like what if they're virtual versus you know, doing the hybrid. But at the end of the day, I just stuck with my original decision um, because of the risk. And so it's like, you just have to, if you set that up in yourself, your values, your non-negotiables, all that kind of stuff ahead of time, it makes decisions as things come up much easier because you just weigh it against your, you know, internal litmus test. Right. You could have like really difficult decisions, but when you know what your values are, what is important to you, those decisions can be made super easily. Like you said, like mine was the same with, I was like hundred percent virtual. My kid had asthma. He kind of outgrew it, but he still has breathing issues sometimes. So, and I kind of, I was like, they're going to go virtual anyway. I'm like, there's no way (laughs) that they're going to risk. That was like a super easy decision for us to make, but it also was um a big decision you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and but like you said too like you might be going back and forth and just because you're uncertain about something that you've decided doesn't mean you made the wrong decision but it is one of those things that any decision you make like we can't we're not fortune tellers we can't tell the future so you just have to have that self-trust that whatever you decide you're going to make it happen and that you are going to do what's best for you. The Honest Convos with Karen and Marsha podcast is sponsored by Self Love Reboot. Ready to revive your relationship with yourself? Learn more, register, and get started today. Go to selfloverebootcom And don't forget to use code Honest Convos to get your exclusive podcast listener rate. I think my <laughs> my biggest decision fatigue, like with clutter and everything, is that. I, I mean, you know me, Karen, I love working on and in my business. Like that's Mm -hmm. what lights me up. I love my kids too, but 
<laughs> I always like throw that in in case anybody's <laughs> wondering. I love my kids. But anyway, I make a lot of decisions for my business. And so that's when I'm, I feel like I'm using a lot of my brain power. And then as the day goes on, there are decisions like what's for dinner? Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do with the kids? Those are the things that just, I feel like really just dim my light. Cause I'm like, this isn't fun. Like I can make decisions for my business all day, every day. But when it comes to like that stupid mundane stuff that like mm-hmm. happens every single day, like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I've, I've heard about meal planning and I love the idea, but when it comes and I actually have been getting better because now that we have food delivered, you know, our groceries and everything, mm-hmm. it's easier to prepare. But I just remember for many years being like on the power sheet, I was like, I want a meal plan. And then mm-hmm. I just never did it. But that's like a huge, like, if you can just, yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So I have also had on my power sheets for several years, my weekly goal was meal planning. And so what I ended up doing was switching it to menu planning because meal mm-hmm. planning is more like getting everything ready in advance. And I am totally not good at that because I will do it all. If I do it all on Sunday by like Tuesday afternoon, I don't want to eat any of the stuff. So (laughs) it was like not working, but like planning the menu was easier and it made me feel like, so day to day, I didn't have to ask myself, what are we having for dinner? Cause I had the menu planned and I still had to do like the prep and, and like make the meal that day, but just knowing what was on the menu was helpful. And I kind of just took that from like school. Cause you know, like monthly, well, my grandson who's in preschool monthly, they give you like the menu, you know, and what's going to be, so I was like, Ooh, why don't I just do a menu? You know, that would help. So that gave me some direction because it is like those little things every day can really take you out. Another one that I've seen a lot of people um, talk about is your wardrobe. Using like a capsule wardrobe or like how Steve Jobs always wore like his black turtleneck and jeans and that was it. Right. That's all you saw him in. Nobody questioned if it was clean or not. We just assumed he had like 50 million (laughs) turtlenecks, right? Well, now I'm questioning (laughs) it. I never even thought of (laughs) so funny well that was always my thought is like I don't want to be seen in the same outfit and especially like in two days in a row because then people are like is that the same black shirt you know (laughs) yeah now that we're all virtual like yeah 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 but like taking out like some of those smaller decisions like using kind of a capsule wardrobe and like having your like this is what I'm gonna wear if I'm interviewed and this is what I wear if I'm gonna go on Facebook live and this is my everyday like you know sweats to go drop the kids wherever taking those little things so that it doesn't have to be a big decision like what am I going to wear today and what are we eating for dinner and those things can help streamline so that you can have that bandwidth for the larger decisions that you need to make. I remember when I decided what my uniform for networking events was going to be and I remember telling you and Kim and I was like um so from now on whenever I go to networking events I'm going to wear a pencil skirt and then a graphic tee and a cardigan in case it's chilly. (laughs) I was like so happy about it because I'm like, I have lots of t-shirts, I have lots of pencil skirts, you know, and obviously cardigans. It was funny though, because when I made that decision, I was like, okay, there we go. Like, I no longer have to wonder like, oh, should I wear a dress or, you know, like, should I wear slacks Mm -hmm. or I need to buy some slacks or whatever. And even though I switched it up because, you know, how many pencil skirts do I really have? (laughs) I would switch it up and wear like cords or whatever, but that did just like, I felt like, wow, you know, this is, this is awesome. 
I do love the idea of a capsule wardrobe too because I feel like that's like a big clutter problem there is like clothes like having Mm -hmm. a ton of clothes and uh, it's just never ending Karen just don't be afraid to be the same I guess right it's like with menu planning you don't have to get too creative maybe it's taco Tuesday and every Tuesday is taco night you know that's okay like it doesn't have to be like the variety I mean I know they say variety is the spice of life but (laughs) also the sameness can be the spice of life too especially now when I mean we're still kind of staying home for the most part most people are and who knows what the fall is going to bring you know there may be more lockdowns because the numbers are still going up for cases and things so we don't there's so much uncertainty and so instead of like being stressed by that it's good, I think, to just create some routine and some certainty in your own daily schedule and your own like weekly planning, menu planning, and all of that so that you can just rest that those are decisions you don't have to make. Like you don't have to be worried about that stuff right now. You shook something loose when you were saying that. Simplicity, like variety is the spice of life. I feel like my biggest gift is being visionary in my business connecting people and adding value to like people's businesses, my own or other people's. And so having that permission to have like a set wardrobe or a set meal plan or whatever, that just gives me more energy to be able to do the things that do Mm -hmm. make me different. So even if it's like Marsha in the same outfit, it's like, people aren't recognizing me for what I'm wearing. It's the things that I'm bringing to the marketplace, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's the whole point because the most successful people, like you said, with um, uh, Joe Gibbs. <laughs> What's his Apple? What's his name? Oh, um, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Joe Gibbs was a Redskins. Oh my God, Karen. Uh, I'm like, my brain is just completely fried. But with Steve Jobs and his turtleneck, same with Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, he always wears a gray t-shirt, you know? Mm. Now I'm wondering if it's clean. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? We'll be like, hey, we saw that last yesterday in the other interview, so. But Hmm. with t-shirts, you can tell different than turtlenecks because like t-shirts, you can, the neck will be a little bit, whatever. But Mm -hmm. anyway, (laughs) like it's those kind of decisions, you know, the, the successful people that you see, like they are... They're not trying too hard. (laughs) Yeah, they really do. They have good systems for making some routine decisions automatic so they don't have to expend that mental energy on it. It just really makes a big difference. It sounds very simple, but if you just try it, like try having a meal or a menu plan for the week, try like setting up sort of a capsule wardrobe. These are my five leggings that I'm wearing this week. I mean, I don't know anybody quarantining in jeans, but hopefully we're all in comfy leggings. But (laughs) so try putting out some things that you don't have to think about on a day to day that can just be already ready to go and see how that changes things. If you're feeling this kind of decision fatigue going on in your life. I have like my little, my vitamin dispenser that says Sunday through Saturday. And I actually stopped. I, last week we, we started co-working together, Karen and I did, and, and our friend Kim. 
we all started co-working together early in the morning. And so I fell off my vitamin routine mm. again, Karen. <laughs> and that was like, cause it happened like a couple of weeks before that with the tennis thing. So even though it was like past Marsha knew, okay, you know, like if there's going to be a shift in your schedule. So anyway, I, um, talked to my mastermind and I said, I need somebody to basically mother me and tell me to take my vitamins <laughs> until I get used to this. And, and someone stepped up, which was amazing. And she said, um, she's actually a, a personal trainer. Her name's Alicia Cross. And she was like, why don't you just put your vitamins in your coffee mug? Cause you do coffee every morning. Right. Oh, and I was like, so smart. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, now I don't have to have that in the back of my mind. Like Marsha, right. did you take your vitamins? Because it's been a source of pain a couple of times in the past month because I'm sensitive to having my lack of B vitamin. And so it's like, okay, I can have more of an even keel. So like literally taking the coffee mug out, putting the vitamins in it, trying to have enough coherence in the morning to not pour coffee into the vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's important. Everybody's checking their mug before they pour anything in it, though. But that kind of thing where it's like, you know, just setting yourself up with these tiny little things that you know are going to help you with your physical health or your mental health. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Like putting your life on schedule and on routine. And like you said, I mean, now is the time that that needs to be done. It's the same. It's just, it's like habit forming, right? It's like mm -hmm. every day I make my bed. So I'm just going to make my bed when I get out of it. It's just setting yourself up for success. And I think uh, we could all use that because it really does. Like by the end of the day, my brain, you guys know that like Karen and Kim know that like if they reach out to me, like after three or four, I'm just like, I got to look at this later. <laughs> Cause like, I can't, Yeah, my brain yeah. doesn't just really tired by that time. Yeah, I like what you said there about having some just simple routines like making your bed and drinking your coffee, like, and just if, like you said, there's something you're missing, like the vitamins were missing because of the routine kind of changing, is like finding a way to fit that in, you know, in a way that you won't miss it. Look for ways that you can do that too. With the meal planning, just set a set a habit of every, you know, Sunday or Saturday, whatever day you normally do your shopping to like really sit and plan what the menu will be and then get the things that you need just to make that stuff. Not anything extra. Don't like, you know, cause I can go crazy on the Instacart app. <laughs> so like try to stay focused of just what you need for those meals. And then you don't have to think about it no more for the rest of the week. Dinner is, you know what you're going to have when, and you know, you have the things for it. So just take little decisions away let them be done and off your mind. So like you said, it's not in the back of your mind. Like, did I do this? Did I do that? Have I decided on this? What do I, what am I going to do for this? That will drive you crazy. If you yeah. keep, it will. I mean, I, no. me personally, I don't know about everyone else, but no, I'm when saying I get into I that kind of a state, I am literally just unable to function. Right? I'm just like, stop everything. I just want to quit. I'm like done. No more mom, no more, no more entrepreneur, yeah. no more nothing. Like, let me just go sit in the corner and like not do anything for a while. So <laughs> no, I, I was laughing. Cause that's like, I've a hundred percent been in that place many times. And that's mm -hmm. why this conversation is so important because we know from us talking to each other that it does, it like atrophies your brain and you're just like, you're like a freaking zombie and yeah, decision fatigue.
<laughs> I'm just dealing with like regular fatigue right now. I'm just tired. Yeah, I know. know. I know. It's rough when we get up so early because we've been up for four hours already. Yeah. Which normally I would have been up for maybe two. Yeah. Yep. Up for four hours. Pot of coffee in my belly. Did take my <laughs> vitamins. I think we're on to something with this, with the just knowing and this is this is why we do the work that we do, right? Like that, right. that self-awareness and figuring out what it is. Cause like I don't want to be a jerk to my kids, but they also like they're constantly, constantly asking for stuff. And I'm just, you know, luckily like Ryan will come home at some point whenever he's done doing his work or whatever, and I'll just be like, ask your father. Like I just <laughs> a constant barrage of questions. Yeah. And so I've kind of started doing it to them, like. They'll be like, make me some breakfast, mom. And and I'm not run. No, I am. They're they're minions. They're my minions that <laughs> force me to, to mother them. But anyway, they'll be like, I want breakfast. And I'll be like, what do you want? And they'll be like, I don't know. And so then I'll start like asking mm-hmm. them lots of questions, hoping that I can fatigue their brain, but it never works, Karen. So it's like, it's insanity. It's like, um, I'm like, maybe I can tire them out and they'll take a nap. They will never take nap. Why do I do it? But anyway, it's, it's kind of fun though, because I can see them start to get frustrated because they'll be like, oh, you want toast? You want one piece or two? You want butter? Mm-hmm. Cream cheese? What do you want? What do you want on it? How do you want it cooked? Anyway, it's a real fun treat to be in the Sheehan household. I do think that being able to, and I did this a couple weeks ago where I always map out my work week on Sunday. Like Mm -hmm. it's like work or anything that I have to do outside of the house. So I'll have like meetings, appointments, you know, like our podcast recording time and everything. I'll have that written down. And then I have, if we're doing tennis or whatever, anything that has to happen outside of the house. But then I actually wrote down, I was like taco night, spaghetti night, pizza and I was like oh why have I not been doing this the whole Mm -hmm. time so I think I kind of hacked into it so yeah that helps though too like for you know if you have like work or business mapping out that week knowing when you have meetings or appointments or you know whatever it is anything you need to prepare for putting it down on paper on a calendar so you can see what you need to do when and just get that clarity and that bird's eye view even that little step will help you like when it comes to making decisions day to day. And I hate making appointments when I have to call and make an appointment because then it's like, oh, let me check my calendar. Oh no, I can't do that day. I can't do that day. You know, it's like all the back and forth. So I've started to like make my appointments. Our doctors have like an online system. I can make my appointments that way. So like doing even stuff like that, can help because you don't have to like have this big exchange that you might be avoiding. Like you probably need to make an appointment, but you don't feel like dealing with the phone call. So you you put it off, stuff like that. Like anything that you're avoiding or not doing and you know you need to get it done, it's helpful if you can find ways that it'll fit where it's just, it's less stressful. It's less of a fatigue for you like to get it done. So looking for little things like that really helps too. I love that suggestion because that is like a pretty recent thing because we have Kaiser Permanente and we can do that where you just click Monday, Wednesday, Friday and the AM works best for me and they give you the first available. It's so easy. Like Mm. any type of service provider that can, (laughs) 
actually provide a service where you don't have to like talk to a human and like, cause I'm, I'm doing that now. I've been scheduling like calls with people and it's like, okay, well, so you can have your Calendly link and it just makes it super simple for the person to look at instead of the back and forth. Cause after mm-hmm. like one or two, you're just like, what are we getting married? Like, right. Yeah. It's like, whatever, <laughs> meet whenever. I, I don't even care right now. <laughs> yeah. Like this is, I'm already, uh, this, this relationship's over. Like we've <laughs> gone back and forth way too many times. We're, we're definitely in different times and there, there are more conveniences, which is good because blocking off 10 minutes to schedule a doctor's appointment, as opposed to calling and leaving a voicemail and then, then calling you back. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. So Simplify, streamline, decide, just yep. decide. Like, you're, you're really not going to go wrong. I mean, normally, I'm not, like, saying that you'll never make a decision that could end in a less desirable outcome. But for the most part, most decisions are not going to be, like, you know, if it's A and B, choose A or choose B, it's not going to be the end of the world, so... So thank you to everyone who tuned in to our convos continued last week with Mm. Carrie Richardson. That was awesome. We really enjoyed having her on our Facebook live. And next week we have another guest. Are we going to share who they are or no? Yeah. We have her booked. She's booked and scheduled. (laughs) Are you You want me to say it? But yeah, yeah, we have Kim Cree of Creative Reading Adventures. She is a reading specialist, a mom, a former teacher, or yeah, former teacher. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, she was working, but she quit her job to work on her business full time, which is awesome. So she's going to join us and we're going to talk about back to school, which kind of relates to decision fatigue, right? Because we even talked about it a little bit just now with deciding virtual or hybrid. And so we're going to talk just a little bit about the mindset of being a homeschooler-ish You know, if you're like suddenly in that position, which a lot of us found ourselves in when the school shut down and the fall is so uncertain. So we just want to talk with her about ways that we can kind of prepare to help our children thrive and have a great school year, even though it's going to look much different than what any of us wanted or expected. Yeah, because that's one of the things about decision fatigue is that sometimes you just need to decide to outsource because like, yeah. If teaching your kid to read is not your forte, if you're not Mm -hmm. formally trained in it, guess what? There's a lot of teachers who've left the system who can probably be hired right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm super excited to have Kim on our Convos Continued next week. If you're not following us on the social channels, we are at Honest Convos 8 on Twitter and Instagram. And then Facebook is facebook.com slash honest combos and a reminder that you can sign up for the email newsletter that we send out each week Mm -hmm. to receive that week's podcast episode and then also the recording of the Mm -hmm. combos continue but we want to catch you live so that we can answer any questions on the spot for you yeah so definitely tune in that'll be next tuesday at 4 p.m eastern Yep. So we will see you then. And next week's episode is going to be also in that same theme, just talking about back to school. And like, we're just going to share like what we're thinking and what we're planning for our own families. And of course, invite you to be a part of that conversation. So if you have anything that you want to hear us, you know, talk about with regards to that uh, topic, you know, send us a message on social because we'd love to make sure that we hit on anything that's been on your mind also. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 